hey, you are wildly capable of great things. So take a deep breath, let it out. You've got this. I want to tell you guys today about Brandlink Media, a female-owned digital agency with years of experience working with businesses in Oklahoma and beyond on their branding, web design, email marketing, copywriting, and more. Remember, you are wildly capable of great things and Brandlink Media is cheering you on. Visit www.brandlinkmedia.com to schedule a free consultation. Link in our show notes. It is my pleasure to introduce to you guys today, Shay Mathis, homeschooling mom of five, business partner and obsessive learner. Shay, tell us about a few of the most defining moments of your life. Oh, wow. Defining moments. Um... Oh, gosh. I, I would just a, a broad sweep. My family moved every three years in childhood. So the experience of constantly being shooken up and resettling, uh, I would say, is a very foundational truth for me. It also makes me maybe more adventurous. Like I kind of believe in the capacity to shake things up and start over. Uh my second defining moment, I would have to say, is the end of my freshman year of college because I grew up in a family of very respectable, accomplished people who didn't go to college. And so I came away with this belief that that was too big for me, it, like it just wasn't in me to do. And um, But I somehow ended up at college anyway. And after finals of my spring semester, I came home. My mom happened to be home, and I sat down on the porch and took a deep breath. And she's like, well, how do you feel? And I was like, I feel like I just did the biggest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, And I now know that that was a proud moment of ignorance. I didn't know what I was capable of and it was a surprise. Uh, And that was definitely a defining moment. Um, But then finding my inner strength, finding a place of trust in God through We've been in the military now 14 years. My husband's deployment cycles were incredibly taxing and having five children in that season pushed my limits and it showed me the great chasm between what I was capable of and what God was capable of. And finding trust in that chasm has absolutely been the most defining moment of my life. So that's a really long moment, (laughs) but the collectiveness of it, I would say, defines me. That is amazing. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah, those sound super impactful. Um, Tell us what keeps you inspired, you know, teaching your kids and um, learning for yourself and starting businesses when you have so much going on and life gets chaotic. Where do you go to kind of refill your cup and get re-inspired? Where do I go to refill? Um, I definitely refill my cup alone in quiet space. Um, I'll find myself emotionally chaotic or or, uh, stretched out. And I find that talking to other people in that moment is more likely to spin me up worse. (laughs) Whereas if I go to my quiet space and I begin to challenge my own thoughts and lay them before God and really 
uh, play the devil's advocate with my own feelings and thoughts, then a lot of times I find my own answer. Um, but it's, it's constantly revisiting what is, what are my guiding values and are my actions aligned with my guiding values? And if they are, then the chaos is okay. It's just a part of the process and the part of the journey. But if, if my actions are not aligned with my guiding values, it's time to cut something out because there's too much to do. I love that. One of my favorite quotes is um, make time for quiet moments because God whispers and the world is loud. And I always, yeah, I love that. And like when life gets really chaotic and loud, I try Mm -hmm. to also make time for those sort of one-on-one moments Moment. where God can come in and give you guidance because otherwise yeah. it's easy to miss him. But um, question, um, what motivated you to homeschool your five children? So personal experience when, again, I said we moved a lot growing up. And by the time I was in the second grade, I had changed schools two or three times. I don't know. It'll take too long to count. And my parents noticed a real cost in my, my behavior and my psychology. Like it had taken its toll, uh, especially since we tend to move in the middle of the school year, which is even more traumatic. And so this is back in the eighties. And at the time homeschooling was really not socially accepted, like only radical, crazy people did that. But my mom was desperate to find the solution for me to help me find stability in my soul. (laughs) And she spent an entire summer reading books that I kid you not were four inches thick, just researching to kingdom come and begged my dad to be okay with this. And he really wasn't. And we did it for one year. And at the end of the year, he begged her to do it a second year because he'd seen such a marked change in my demeanor and my confidence. Um, And I so enjoyed those years that I made a decision probably when I was 10 that I would homeschool when I grew up because I, and I wanted the opportunity to teach my kids to develop family values that we all held in common. Um, just prioritizing each other. You know, you look back at pictures of people's bridesmaids and the only ones, a lot of times the only ones in the picture 15 years later are the family members. And so I just placed a really high value on the quality of family relationships. And I wanted the opportunity to communicate those to my kids along with other things, but there, there just was never a question. That was what I was going to do. I love that. Um, Tell us more about your entrepreneurial project that you have going on right now with your husband. Okay. Uh, We've been developing this concept for four years. (laughs) It's been kind of a, that's a really fun story. I don't have time to go into the details of, but we now find ourselves the, the idea of it has changed a couple of times. Uh, but we are now a late night coffee shop and dessert bar. We'll be featuring off of sliders. You know what off are? No, it's a, it's a scoop of ice cream with a shot of espresso over I it. I love with those. Garnish. Yes, I do yeah. love those. I didn't know how no. to pronounce it, even though my family's Italian, but I didn't know how to pronounce it, but that's like my dream dessert. Well, sister, we are going to have a slider with variety options. We'll have um, that going on. Our ice cream yeah. is coming from Rose Rock Creamery in Tulsa. Oh, my uh, brother works there. 
Does he really? Yeah. Okay. Well, so he works, he... I guess he worked. I he would work there in the summers when he would come home from college. So okay. Yeah. So they're supplying our ice creams. Our coffee is coming from Onyx Coffee Lab in Arkansas, which is superb. Um, but we're a late night. It's kind of a speakeasy vibe. All of our furniture is actual antique collections. Um, it's going to have a 1920s uh, cozy vibe. Um, but really, the heart of our business. And we don't even totally understand the application yet, but the heart is to, our, our big dream, let's say that way, our big dream is to provide a job training center for kids that are aging out of foster care, like very passionate about kids in the foster care system um, and realizing that a big gap in their success is when they graduate and they're no longer in the system, but they don't have a support system to go to. And you think about how pivotal your support system was in figuring out college and your career choices and all that. And um, just giving them a place to start, to learn some job skills. Um, we don't totally know what that looks like yet, but that our big dream is to realize a job training center, um, but also just to be a, a hospitable place a, a calm place where you are welcome and received. I love that because also having adults in their life who they can go to um, who are outside of the foster system is probably going to be so beneficial. My next question is, when you imagine your future, I guess you were kind of speaking to it a little bit already, but when you imagine your future, what do you see? Hmm. I definitely see some travel. So we got married young. Uh, we're still in school and decided, you know, let's have kids while we're broke because they're not that expensive yet. <laughs> and then uh, then they'll be grown and independent. And then my then hopefully we'll be gainfully employed and can afford to live our youth. So uh, that seems to be lining up. My, my husband will be in his early 40s when our last one is uh, done with high school. Uh, and there will be a lot of freedom to travel. So I think there's definitely a passion for that. Um, there are more entrepreneurial plans. I would really like to spend a lot more time writing in the future. Um, I've done a little bit of blogging, but in all reality, teaching five kids, there's just not a lot of space to do that regularly. Yeah. Um, so I think I would really like to begin to translate all the things that I've spent years studying into something that others can also partake in. Um, I don't, I don't totally know what that looks like. I just think it would be fun to make that transition. Well, a blog would be really cool for you if you like writing, because I'm sure there's so many people who want to homeschool and could use a roadmap and, you know, explaining your thought process behind it could be really valuable for people on the fence. Um, <laughs> of course, I'm pushing everyone towards blogging because that's what I've done in the past, but, <laughs> you know, um, but it's an easy way to get started because there's like no overhead and it just, yeah, yeah. it's, it's just a free way to see if you like writing. Um, but what would you say so far? I know you're a mom, so, you know, usually we get something that direction, but what would you say your proudest moment is so far? And you can oh. do one personal, one professional or you know, whatever makes sense for how you feel about it. On one hand, I feel like my proudest moment is a collection of personal achievements and getting to champion the people in my life through their obstacles. So 
not, not really like a resume of here's all the big things I've done as much as here were the times we were facing impossible circumstances and, and got through them. And there's not in a codependent way, but just in a, like in walking in life with people, when you love your children or your husband or your, your siblings or whoever, whoever is in your life that you love deeply, when you get to walk with them through their trials and see their accomplishments, there's, there's a pride in, in number one, having had the privilege of walking through that with them, but two, seeing their joy in overcoming that. Um, I would say my personal biggest trial uh, in getting to Oklahoma, we were living in Florida and very much felt like God had called us to Oklahoma, like as a promise, but it was impossible. There wasn't a job here. And um, for nine months, believing in that chasm, believing, learning trust in that chasm and literally watching a miracle unfold before my eyes and seeing God actually move Congress, like I said, we're military. And so there was a job that required congressional approval and they kept going back and forth and saying, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And then um, out of the blue, Morgan gets a call and is invited to come be a part of the initial cadre here in Oklahoma city. And, um, and that was just kind of the beginning of, I thought that was the end of the journey. Turns out it was actually a lot longer than that. But that was the time in my life where I had come to the absolute end of my own ability. And I discovered that the hardest thing to do is to trust for what you can't do yourself. Um, And I would say it's a crowning achievement because it makes all the other future obstacles faceable. (laughs) Like, hey, I've already learned what it is to have a desperate need and I know where my source is and and everything else that's really hard, like opening a coffee shop when that feels like the craziest thing we've ever done, it's just not that hard anymore. 100 Magazine is a publication featuring 100 wildly capable women in Oklahoma City. Buy the magazine to read all 100 interviews at 100mag.com. Wildly Capable Woman podcast is produced by Sugar Free Media You can check out our daily news podcast, News Du Jour, for a calmer space to consume the news. Music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Please consider rating and reviewing this podcast if it meant something to you to help us reach other wildly capable women.